This is IGN. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. This is IGN. Simply looking out over its gorgeous vistas and up at its gnarly monster designs was enough to sell a curious dungeon diver like myself on Ravenbound. But as much as that first impression made me want to love this 3D roguelike, turbulence threw this bird far off course soon after taking flight. What starts as a promising action game eventually had me flying against a torrent of obscure and regressive systems, a flurry of frustratingly uncontrollable loot randomness, and a storm of very annoying bugs that quickly grounded any hopes I had for it. As the Raven a weapon made by the old imprisoned gods of the world of Avalt, you'll possess a randomly generated character called a vessel on each new run. Every vessel has a different mix of mostly mediocre traits, weapon specialties, and even racial bonuses, but they'll all inherit your own persistent ability to soar across the sky as a magic bird and absorb power from the foes you defeat in combat. You'll wander the vast and boring stretches of this open world's five beautiful regions, dropping in on enemy camps, killing everyone in sight, and collecting items as part of an aggravating card-based loot system until you're strong enough to slay the betrayer god who doomed this world. Combat isn't complex, but it can be fun. Each of the five weapon types have unique properties you'll start to notice after playing with them a bunch, though I wish they were explained more clearly from the start. Great axes and the sword and shield are good for staggering, while great swords have a wide swing that's good for clearing crowds. With only a couple of combos for each, successful hacking and slashing comes down to mastering the satisfying dodge and parry systems, both of which give powerful combat buffs when executed precisely. In addition to helping you avoid damage, well-timed dodges put you in a frenzied state that supercharges your attack speed, while perfect parries can knock enemies down. The rewards for getting good at these techniques are well worth the risks and are essential for taking down late-game enemies and bosses. That said, there's so much about the systems that interface with combat that feels obtuse. Keywords tied to buffs, debuffs, and abilities can sometimes be straightforward, like staggering enemies or bleeding, but others are far less obvious and occasionally not even defined in the codex. 
after the 15 plus hours it took me to beat the main story the first time, I still have no idea what a multi-strike is or what the Luxstat does. Enemies, who are at least plentiful and come in all shapes and sizes like little goblin-like soldiers, hulking ogres, and shifty tree spirits, have both standard and elite forms. The elites have modifiers denoted by a title like Juggernaut or Crusher, but again, it's not very clear what the difference between them is. Discovering new mechanics and abilities for yourself is a staple of the Souls-like genre, but the line between nudging you to test your strength against mysterious opponents to reach an aha moment and being frustratingly opaque that Ravenbound is does not walk well. The Warden bosses at the end of every region are tough tests of your item builds and endurance as they relentlessly attack with long combos, leaving very small windows for counterattack. Though they all come in the same form, a knight wielding one of the weapon types available to you, each one is a frantic back-and-forth fight. These challenges can be fun when they aren't suffering from some of Ravenbound's most pernicious bugs, like the one that doesn't track boss health accurately. The life bar will frequently freeze in place, and even though numbers are registering with strikes, that damage may not be visible for several blows. This doesn't make the bosses unlikable, but it does make having any idea of your progress against them impossible. That's also just one of many bugs plaguing Ravenbound. Audio tracks overlap each other or just cut out entirely. NPCs and shopkeepers occasionally vanish. I've had about a half dozen crashes, which are annoying even if the autosaving is diligent enough that I never lost progress because of it. None of these are game-breaking issues, but the sum of them does drag down the moments where I might otherwise be having fun. Ravenbound may be a roguelike with a card-based progression system, but this is by no means a deck builder in the way something like Slay the Spire is. Instead, it uses collectible card game motifs to house otherwise familiar systems in ways that are hit and miss. Everything you could potentially find or earn during a given run is a card in your deck, be that gear like a suit of armor that makes enemies bleed when they hit you, or buffs that do things like increase your weapon's attack power. Every time you gain one of these things, you draw your choice of one of three cards from the larger deck to see what it will be, and it then sits in your hand until you spend a resource called mana to activate or equip it. I liked that this meant I could hold on to something that might be useful in the future, even if I couldn't use it right now, making finding new loot a little less all or nothing than some other roguelikes. However, the lack of any actual deck building mechanics within this card system is a big issue, with no way to curate or guide the randomness of the cards in your deck to help you draw towards a more consistent result, I felt like I was at the mercy of the cruel RNG gods every run. Even Ravenbound's persistent progression systems that reward you for achieving in-game feats, like killing a certain amount of monster with a particular weapon, just add more items to the overall pool. These are better, cooler items, like a sword that curses everything you strike with it, but they also mean the probability of seeing any specific one only ever gets lower. There is no part of Ravenbound that is absolutely bad. In fact, most of it is a good foundation for a fun roguelike, from its solid combat to its interesting setting and enemies, but so much of Ravenbound feels like it's either missing a key piece that would elevate it, or is just poorly executed, with frustratingly unpredictable loot and obnoxiously obtuse systems. On top of that, it's infested with bugs that take those issues from disappointing to outright annoying. There's certainly some fun to be had in Ravenbound, but it's hard to recommend leaving the nest to find it. Spoken Layer 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.